Hey, I'm Alan Hunter. You're listening on the Pantheon Network. This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader this station has ever seen. Will she succeed? Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere tonight at a new time, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Hello, folks, and welcome to the Metallica Report. I'm Stefan Shirazi, editor of the band So What magazine. And I'm Renee Richardson, director of philanthropy for Metallica's foundation, all within my hands. This is your official weekly Metallica podcast, the only inside source, bringing you all the news from the band's HQ and studios deep in the heart of Northern California. This week, we're going to sit back, relax, and enjoy some of the highlights of these first 20 episodes of the Metallica Report, from Lars and that iPod to Kirk catching waves. And let's not forget James' love of a music festival. Plus, we're going to hear from Roberto telling us about his Christmas holiday plans. We're all invited. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Imagine if we all showed up. Uh, now that we gaff. know what you're doing, buddy. <laughs> now we'll we know what you're doing, Rob. We're going to be there. All of us. All of us. Before we do anything, Renee, I want to tell you about a gig I saw a few days ago in Albany, California, at a club called the Ivy Room. Yes. And it featured, yeah, you know what I'm getting I into I love here. that place, yep. This gig featured one of our good friends, RV Vinoka, and another of our good friends, Dana Lindstrom. RV, of course, was a runner for Metallica and has become their acoustic invitee for live gigs. And Dana is still a runner here at HQ. All right. I got to say, once again, the FOMO that has kicked in <laughs> because you went to that, that, that show, Bad Night Texas and Milk for the Angry. I'm, I, am, yeah. I have to say it this way because it's total East Bay. I'm hella jealous. <laughs> As you should be. As you should be. By the way, Bad Night Texas is the heavy metal take of Good Night Texas, which is Avi's band. And Milk for the Angry, Dana's band. Now, I got to know from you, Steph, what you thought. Because the last time I saw them was pre-pandemic at Perry's in Fairfax, California. And wow. I was just, because, you know, Dana's kind of a mellow guy. And I was like, what am I watching here? What, what did no, you think of them? Dana is, uh, Dana's a firecracker. <laughs> I mean, look, it was, it was, uh, it was goddamn motherfucking great. I mean, milk for the angry. I will just say, I, I, I'm not really too sure. Um, I'm not that good with words, but I'll mm. do my best, right? <laughs> They're like, and I wrote a psychedelic, grungy, punky, poppy, toppy, spacey, groovy <laughs> kind of vibe. They've got these electric riff outbursts, and then they've got some super spacey uh, spaces too. They're just really hard to define, but 
whoa, what a package. And Dana knows how to sport a pair of pants, I'll tell you that. Uh, <laughs> and we know that Avi's exceptional chops are never oh, yeah. less than, than 90%. So seeing him taking those goodnight Texas tunes into the metal arena it was great stuff. You know, and he, sometimes I looked at Avi and he just looked like Jaws era Robert Shaw, uh, <laughs> which, is, uh, which is, you know, pretty crazy. He did to me anyway. This is such a proud thing, I think, for our camp and for the HQ yeah. environment that – you know, these amazing musicians are coming out of this nucleus. What a great thing, right? They're, oh. they're springing and they're doing their stuff. Your fingers should be at the ready out there. You should be Googling these guys. You should be checking them out on your favorite streaming platforms. They are available. And if they come by your town, go now. Yes. That obviously goes for Bad Night's Cousins. Good night, Texas, too. Yeah, like I said, super jealous. But now I got to know, are you ready for Christmas, my friend? Tis the season. <laughs> I actually put some lights up, as you do, though I couldn't really think of a Metallica Christmas song unless you count that. That kind of, I think it's weird, that mashup. For whom the bell tolls, but all I want for Christmas is you. It's out there. It's on YouTube. People seem to like it. I was reading some of the reviews and I was like, I don't know. I just don't get it. So yeah, there's yeah. that. But other than that, I, I didn't come up with any other Metallica Christmas songs. No. No, you're right. I mean, YouTube's full of things that are out there. Oh, you mean it's out there available. Yeah, it's also out there too. And yeah, it's it's a strange one. And, you know, you got me thinking like, you know, this band maybe is unfairly not associated with Christmas. That's right. So let's try and change that in the next minute or so, shall we? I'm going to nominate a Christmas song and I'm going to go with Blackened because it most likely huh. best reflects my attempts over the years to cook a decent Christmas dinner uh, that always ends up kind of Cajun style, I, ah, I like to call it. Get it? He burns the food. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'm going to go just on song titles alone that make me think Christmas. Jump in the fire. Come on, yep. Santa. Yep. That's, good. That's yep. what he's going to do. And then clearly hit the lights, right? Hit the lights. Yeah. You're turning on the lights around. And as a matter of fact, maybe Kill Em All is actually a Christmas record. And there you have it, folks. The recently discovered classic Christmas album by Metallica, Kill Em All, complete with festive Santa colored sleeve. All right, so let's settle back, mm -hmm. maybe pour ourselves uh, blackened here mm -hmm. to enjoy the moment of looking back at 20 episodes. Yeah, we've had 20 episodes with all of you out there. I hope you're all going to enjoy some much-deserved downtime as you sink into the seasonal festivities. And we thought it'd be fun to revisit some of the highlights so far. Uh, it's yeah. like a greatest clips sort of vibe, I think you'd call this show. Yeah, and there, there was so much good stuff. I mean, mad props to you, Steph, for, for always being in the right place with that microphone of yours. So let's just dive in and listen back. Yeah, let's kick things off. Uh, look, there was that moment in Arlington, Texas, after a particularly grueling rehearsal the night before the first Dallas M72 Seasons gig, when Lars answered a question from Bob in Louisville at 1.30 in the morning and got all blue on us. You wanna? I'm going through a blue oyster cult phase right now and getting into what, what happens to me is I get into different stuff of different artists at different times and right now my go-to early blue oyster cult record has been secret treaties for years and I just in the last week or two have been digging into tyranny and mutation 
which has got Hot Rails to Hell, Seven Screaming Disbusters, The Red and the Black. So I'll have to say Albert Bouchard, who was the drummer and one of the primary songwriters in Blue Oyster Cult. And he actually sings lead on a bunch of the songs. He was actually one of the first singing drummers. So my tip to you, Bob, in Louisville would be go check out some of the early Blue Oyster Cult records. Get into a little tyranny mutation, but the fallback early Blue Oyster Cult album is always Secret Treaties with ME262, Dominance and Submission, Career of Evil, Harvester of Eyes, The Subhuman, but the best one has to... And I'll say it again, as I said at the time, if you thought Blue Oyster Cult was all, don't fear the Reaper and that's all they had, indeed it is not true. Now, keeping with enthusiastic band members, let's revisit what James said about the October Power Trip Festival down at the Empire Polo Club in Indio, California. It's so freaking cool to have your own compound at a festival for all the days of the festival, you know? We show up, go rehearse, and then go out there and watch Iron Maiden. I mean, how cool is that? So for me, there's a lot of inspiration in every single band that's played here. Every single one of those bands have been a part of our childhood and our upbringing and our Metallica adventure. So it's really cool to be a part of this. And uh, we used to hang out a bunch together in the early days, you know, like at all the festivals we would go to and hang out, you know, yeah, we would play early on and then get to watch all the other bands after. And we would hang out. It kind of felt like that again. Obviously, it was a different day, but we're all here hanging out. And it's really fun. It's really fun to see we're fans. At the end of the day, we wanted to be in the mix and see it. So it's been a fantastic weekend. <laughs> James is indeed just a giant fan child at heart. Totally. And you see that sparkle in his eyes when he's talking about moments like that. And I saw that same sparkle at MetLife Stadium back in August after myself and many thousands of others had just been clouted by a surprise shower of rather large beach balls. I love the chaos on the stage of them. It's got a club vibe in a way where, you know, like watching that show last night, a little bit like you never know what's going to happen. And I love that. Someone's going to hit a ball and it's going to knock a mic over and then I got to go over here or I stop playing and I pick it up or the drum kit gets crushed by one. You know, what do you do? Okay, you you battle on and it's kind of fun. I think it's it's exciting that we we created this chaos and we're in it along with them. And it's it's pretty entertaining. And, you know, a bunch of beach balls bouncing around in a stadium sounds like a great idea. Um, is it? Who knows? Uh, but it is fun. You know, there's 72 beach balls bouncing around right now. And for as hard as these guys work, they definitely have a lot of fun. We get to see it all the time, whether on stage or not. They're youthful in their approach to the world and their their spirits are pretty freewheeling. I mean, you can hear it when Kirk talks about his approach to surfing. You know, if it's like 12 foot waves, I'll go, OK, let's go. <laughs> let's do it. Let's go. You know, bad at risk, risk assessment. Hey, Pantheon listeners, Christian Swain here. You caught me just finishing up some editing on Getting Real with John and Beth. 
I want to share my first experience with Factor Meals for you. I think you'll find this interesting because I bet the same thing happens to you. I had just received my first shipment from Factor Meals the other day, and I was excited to try one of the prepared restaurant-quality meals for myself. Anyway, I was working away and noticed it was very late, and it was my night to make dinner. I jumped up and headed to the kitchen, went to grab the ingredients for the dish I was going to make, and realized I was missing a prime ingredient. Well, I could make a run to the store, or I could make one of my new factor meals. <laughs> Actually, the choice was easy. I grabbed a cavatappi, an Italian-style pork ragu with garlic broccoli, heated the oven per instructions, and minutes later was enjoying a very delicious, nutritious, and dietitian approved meal. It really was everything Factor Meals said it would be. No prep, no mess meals. Factor Meals are 100% ready to heat and eat. Take it from me and head to factormeals.com slash pantheon50 and use the code pantheon50 to get 50% off. That's factormeals.com slash pantheon50 and use the code pantheon50 to get 50% off. Hey, Pantheon listeners, Christian Swain again with something every podcast listener and music junkie needs to hear. As I'm sure you can guess, I listen to a lot of podcasts. I also listen to a lot of music, so having high-quality headphones and earbuds are absolutely critical to my day. Oh, and I have numerous pairs. In fact, I have a junk drawer of used devices that have bitten the dust, so I've tried them all. Recently, I was sent a pair of earbuds by Raycon, and the first thing I noticed was the cost. Uh, looks like their products are about half the price of other premium brands. Okay, that's cool. And the reviews seem pretty stellar. Okay, checks that box. So I got my Raycon Everyday Earbuds, a nice packaging to open, and what I immediately noticed were the pack of ear tips for sizing. Uh, I'll tell you, I have small ear canals. Uh, I know, a flaw. So to see choices for the best fit, uh, especially while exercising, oh yeah. And yes, they were immediately comfortable. Sound quality was great too. Plus I have three EQ options that I love because I like more bass in my music and less in the podcasts. Eight hours of playtime for the battery is great as well. Surround sound, noise canceling, and awareness mode all included. I think I'm in business, and I just realized I've had them in all day. Like I said, super comfortable. Go to buyraycon.com pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com pantheon. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline when I'm in the water. Really bad risk assessment. Oh, I'm always pushing it. I'm always pushing it. I'm reckless about it. You know, I'm just like, yeah, let's go for it. You know, if something happens, oh, well, it happens. It was it was meant to happen. You know, I'm, I'm all about going out and charging. And, you know, it's not really the, the, the most sensible thing to do, but I can't help myself because my enthusiasm for surfing 
is so great. And I feel like, yeah, I'll take that on. I'll take on the responsibility of maybe getting thrown in the, 10 feet in the air or getting pounded by a whole set of waves or being held under for like over a minute. I'll, I'll take that on if it means I can get a killer wave. Yeah, I am definitely a seeker. I am definitely a seeker. And we are back. And why stop with surfing? Uh, because <laughs> Kirk in 2023 is just such a free-flowing spirit that it's been impossible not to look at him and marvel at how he manages to live so much in the moment. I mean, seriously, most people see phrases like, you know, live in the moment. They see him on a fortune cookie or a meme or whatever. But this guy's doing it. He is doing it on a daily basis. And uh, just to underscore that, check this out as he talks about his approach to the guitar solo on Shadows Follow. I decided that I, I'm not going to play the solo to Shadows, uh, Shadows Follow anymore. So every time we play that song, it's going to be a friggin' different solo every single time. Like completely starting from scratch. You know, every time we play it, I don't know what the heck I'm going to play. And that's going to be the one song that I, I do that in 100%. And I'm actually, it turns the song into something else for me. You know, it turns the song into like, uh, okay, let's see what, what's right behind, uh, you know, this curtain kind of thing. You know, what's right around this corner? What's underneath this rock? Let's find out with 60,000 people right now, <laughs> you know, and I love it. I love it because it's a real creative challenge. And when I can pull it off, I feel like I've, 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 I've achieved something great. Every time I hear that, I both laugh at the approach and agree with the mindset and the result. Like we could all do with a bit more of that trust in ourselves and the universe for that matter. Meanwhile, it was interesting to listen back to the start of M72 in North America and hear Rob Trujillo sketch out the initial concept for what we all saw grow into a jam spot with Rob and Kirk. We're going to do this. We're going to take original ideas that we have or that we've prepared or that we've thought about, and we're going to jam these out and create the blueprints and present them for the first time to the Metallica audience. And they've got to be about 90 seconds long. So it's kind of like taking a composition that's brand new and original. It could be a punk composition. It could be, you know, rooted in funk rock, you know, with with a nice bass line, you know, something that's going to get the head bopping. It could be a thrash oriented. So the rules vary. There are none really, but, but it's gotta be a, it, you know, just because that's how we're wired, we want it to be special and we want it to be composed and do the best we can to keep it fresh and exciting. And, and again, Kirk and I are playing this stuff and getting it ready literally 20 minutes before we go on stage. So you're capturing a moment and um, experiencing something like you would from a street musician, you know, hey, we're here to play for you. Don't forget to tip the hat there that you see on the sidewalk. <laughs> And before we wrap up this revisit of some of our favorite moments, please allow me to publicly thank Rob for accommodating me <laughs> in his gig getaway van throughout M72 in 2023 and even delivering a few instant reflections in his bathrobe in said vehicle. I mean, he even did a redo of one of them because he muffled too much when he was recording it. I mean, this is the dedication. What a top man. I mean, so I'm, I'm serious from this. I mean, a feral grunting roar on April 27th on the opening night to a post power trip reaction with family also in the van this guy has been there for me throughout 
So look, check out this example from Arlington, Texas, when again, let me emphasize, he had just walked off stage from a gig which went to over 50 countries via a theater broadcast, and the first person he sees is me. So, that had to have been one of our best freaking shows in ages, mate. It was like, I don't know, man, we were, we were on fire, felt really good, tempos were great, starts and stops were solid, I had one snafu on the hardware, but it's okay. It's my first one ever. So I'm allowed. But uh, what a fun show, man. Texas is always bringing it. It's one of the special places on this earth for, uh, for Metallica. I can't believe like 20 episodes has completely flown by. And we should say a special thanks to the guys for always being with us every week. And also to you out there for listening so regularly and enthusiastically. We really appreciate it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And look, in case you're new to this pod, take a trip back through the episodes because these are weekly windows into the world of Metallica. And as you'll hear regularly uh, into the thoughts of Lars, James Kirk and Rob too. Uh, Remember to subscribe if you haven't. And hey, if you know a Metallica fan who does not listen to us, Get them to subscribe too. It'll be your coolest holiday gift for them yet. (laughs) Guess why I said that? Because it doesn't cost anything to get people to subscribe. Just press that button and you're with us forever. So as we've established, Christmas is upon us. I'm sure we all have plans involving family and friends and general festivities. But after our very own Rob Trujillo chat last week about his appearance on Getty Lee's show, I got to wondering what a guy like him gets up to on Christmas Day. Well, usually Christmas Eve will be the night that we get everyone together. So Chloe's side of the family, most of them have moved from Paris to uh, Southern California, very close to where we live. So that makes things fun and convenient. Usually on Christmas Day, it's a little more chill. You know, I'll, I'll hang out with my dad, try to make that day more of a leisure day. We Believe it or not, we used to travel on Christmas Day because no one would be traveling. So we go to like Hawaii or something <laughs> and hang out there for two weeks. I think this year we're going to keep it close to home. You know, For me, being away so much this past year, I actually am looking forward to being home. And again, as I said at the top of the pod, you're all invited to the Trujillos. So, uh, Rob, get those extra tables and chairs out. We're all showing up. That's me and you too, Renee. That's our holidays sorted, right? Oh, yeah, sure. (laughs) And happy holidays to everyone on this wonderful planet from Steph and I. Thanks for listening. And why don't we leave the final festive word of this pod to Mr. Trujillo. Our host for the holiday season. I'd like to send a message to our wonderful audience out there. I just want to say happy holidays, Merry Christmas, get your New Year's resolutions in order, and hopefully you'll attack them with a vengeance. Be safe and uh, be merry. Make sure that after you've eaten so much that you allow yourself time to relax and walk it off somewhere, the park, I don't know. Anyway, happy holidays, Merry Christmas, all that stuff. See you soon.
The Metallica Report is produced by Metallica HQ, Pantheon Media, and PopCult. If you like what we're doing here, please rate and review us wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to visit Metallica.com slash podcast to submit your questions, offer your thoughts, and become a part of this podcast. Copyright 2023. All rights reserved. What would you do to achieve the American dream? The big house, the happy family, the money. 911, what's your emergency? Would you put in the hours? Would you take a big swing? What's the problem? What's the problem? Would you lie? Would you cheat? Would I shop? Would I shop? Would you kill? Yes. From Airship, the studio behind American Scandal, comes a new true crime history podcast. I'm Jeremy Schwartz, and I'll be taking you inside the minds of some of our most notorious felons and outlaws, exploring the dark side of the American dream. In my new show, American Criminal, you'll meet the picture-perfect brothers who killed their parents, the thief who stole babies, the crypto king who siphoned off billions and plenty more. From assassins and gangsters to killers and con artists, whatever the case, whoever the criminal, you don't know the full story until now. Don't miss the debut season of American Criminal, The Menendez Brothers, beginning February 29th. Listen wherever you get your podcasts, or to get early ad-free access to the entire season first, plus hundreds of other ad-free history podcast episodes, subscribe at intohistory.com.